to Aligned Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha Kapsick and Nikki Trout. And we're partnering up because we know motherhood is hard. Like really, really hard. (laughs) Really hard. (laughs) Get ready to equip yourself with practical tips and strategies to tackle daily trials, along with insights from expert guest speakers and relatable stories from other moms just like you. Join us weekly for advice, inspiring stories, and a supportive community of moms navigating the joys and challenges of motherhood together. Welcome back, mamas. Today we have a very exciting and interesting topic, and it is around household pets. Now, I don't have as much experience as Samantha. I think she's had uh, the full gamut of different types of pets, (laughs) both wild (laughs) and domestic, um, in her house at one point or another. But um, the reason we're bringing this topic into the fold is that we really feel that pets can bring a good um, bit of responsibility into our children's lives. And um, we also believe that it can bring... Um, just joy and happiness for those people that are animal lovers. They know this. For those people that have maybe never been exposed to or you have allergies, maybe you, you haven't experienced that. So I will say before we jump into it, if you do get four German Shepherds and two are puppies, now you can you can feel the negative impacts of household pets and the responsibility thing. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. So Samantha, I want to kick this off by having you list, if you can remember, all the different types of pets you've had, and then all of them that you've rescued. Okay. Um, okay. So I've had your typical, obviously, cat, dog, um, bird. I've had an iguana, a Chinese water dragon. What? Um, <laughs> a Chinese water dragon. He is a, it's a lizard, and it's a lot smaller than an iguana, um, but he was actually really cute and he the funny thing about him is like when they get out of their cage and they're like free he like would get on his back hind legs and he like hops from one foot to the other and he like run across the floor <laughs> this is really that is funny um pad uh uh ball python red-tailed boas um a mouse i've had a mouse i rescued from snake food um and then i see rats um i have then rescued a squirrel a finch or a wild bunny that actually made it okay and so the interesting thing about baby bunnies i've actually raised one um successfully from probably I think it was uh, the day it was born. Maybe it was two days old. It was very close. Um, But uh, at wildlife rescue centers, they actually only have a 7% chance of making it. Um, So the fact that I was able to raise a bunny successfully is like a huge, that's like my biggest brag. Achievement. (laughs) Yes. Um, And let's see. Oh, I've had a bearded dragon. Um, and I think that's about it. Obviously, fish. Oh, gerbil, hamster. Um, yeah, I think that covers it. That is a lot in a finch. Like, oh my gosh, I've heard some of your stories or some of your rescuing turtle stories out in the wild. Um, but it is oh, yeah, really turtle. amazing how many animals have, like, have I guess have you've rescued or they've come to you. And I mean, 
Maybe I've tried to save a baby bird twice in my life. That's like the only thing I've got. I've saved a turtle off the road a time or two. So that is so, so interesting. Do you have any, like maybe one or two stories real quick. Do you have one or two funny stories or interesting stories when having any of those pets? Um, yeah, so I guess I'll share your favorite story first with animals. Um, so that was with my cat. Um, I was doing girls ministry and we were at a friend's house hosting the Christmas party. Um, and her cat had had kittens. And I went to this friend's house often and I'd always see this one little black kitten um, specifically out of the litter. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is the cutest kitten I've ever seen in my life. He was so fluffy and um, he looked like he like stuck his paw in the light socket, like <laughs> his hair stuck up like, you know, when you go to the magic house. Um, and I just thought it was so cute. And she kept trying to uh, convince me to take this cat home. And I was like, no way. My husband would kill me. And. I'm allergic to cats, um, so I can't. And so then one night after the Christmas party, I had like drove from her house, which she lives about 15 minutes from me. And then I went to Dollar General and was in there for a while. Get back in my car, come home, go to bed, whatever. The next morning, Jonathan's up for work and he's like, Samantha, why is the garage meowing? And I was like, the garage is meowing? I don't know. <laughs> and so I like run downstairs. I was like so excited. And I start looking and I look under the uh, our, uh, riding lawnmower and my little cutie batootie black kitten is under there and his little whiskers are scorched off um, and he has motor oil all over his head. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he must have climbed up in my car from Melinda's house. And so. Um, Jonathan's like, you're not keeping this cat. And I'm like, I know I'm allergic. So I go upstairs and I give him a bath. And then I take some videos and I post on Facebook. And I'm snuggling all over this cat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just the sweetest little thing ever. And then about 30 minutes later, about 30 minutes later, I realize, oh my gosh, my eyes aren't itching. And I'm not like having an allergic reaction. And I'm like, it's the cat from Jesus. So about 30 minutes later, after I've been like rubbing all over this cat and snuggling him, I realized like, oh my gosh, I'm not having an allergic reaction. And I'm like, it's the cat from Jesus. <laughs> he magically showed up in my house. I'm not allergic. And uh, so then I like had to convince my um, husband that we needed to keep him. And I will say I might have cried. <laughs> I'm like, but he's so cute. We got to keep him. Um, you pulled out all the tools that you had. I, and it's like I the did. cat chose you. I know. That's what I said. I was like, there's no way this is divine intervention. <laughs> and so, um, and the same with our, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so he ended up falling for it, kept the cat. And of course this cat is the most spoiled loved cat ever. He has the funniest personality. Um, we found out he is a part Maine Coon, so he is actually hypoallergenic. Um, and, my husband's obsessed with this cat and tells everyone how cool he is and how we have the coolest cat ever. Um, and I will say he's very in tune. Like a lot of times when, you know, it's like a dog, like when you're going through sad stuff or whatever, like he's always like, he's just brought, I think like a lot of healing to like when the family's sad and then like when my son's upset or something, just like he goes in and it really is the cat from Jesus. He's nice. like a therapy cat along with like hilarious. You should send me a picture. We'll have to post it. We'll put it okay. in. We'll put it in the uh, podcast image because he really is okay. a beautiful cat. <laughs> he is. And he's so, he is hilarious. Um, and then the other. 
story I'll share is probably like the the most drastic I ever went to save a wild animal. Um, so like I said, that it's really rare to be able to save um, baby bunnies. And so what they usually do is that if they're not being fed by their mother, they will just refuse to eat and actually starve themselves to death before they'll like take food from a stranger or something they don't know. Um, so you really have to bond with them. Um, and so I like bonded with this baby, got it to eat. It was going all good. And then I read that it needed probiotics. So I like got some probiotics in its food. Um, and then at one point it was not going to the bathroom anymore, poo. Um, and also, I don't know if you know, but baby mammals, when you get them, you have to actually help them go to the bathroom. So it's like a whole dang thing. You got to get a wet Q-tip, a warm wet Q-tip and rub them and like pretend like you're the mom. How did you find information on how to take care of it? Um, so I actually always go and find a legitimate like source. Um, I usually try to find like um, for my squirrel, I found this page that is like, it's like Facebook. It's like a social media, but only for wild squirrel owners. <laughs> and so, um, no, but it's really important. And actually I've always wanted to like, I don't know, here's my time to insert this information. If you find a wild baby animal, the first thing you need to do is like, do not feed it anything because actually more than likely it's probably not starving it might be dehydrated but you need to make sure it, like to do it properly because one time a mammal having the wrong milk will actually kill it and it won't be it won't be able to be saved or rescued so it's like a huge mistake people do they're like oh my gosh i want to feed it right away it's like no look it all up make sure you have the right info um before you take action on giving it anything um but anyway so i so I'm looking all this stuff up and so this baby's not going to the bathroom, which that's like an urgent thing. Like you only have like a day or so to figure out like what's going on. Um, so I figure out that bunnies actually, um, they have a, it's like poop, but it's not, I forget. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a really long word, um, but it's different than poop. It comes out one time a day, usually at night. And they have to eat that to put the good bacteria in their gut and if they don't have it they die um and you can't like replace it like a wild bunny needs this like the real god made probiotic at least once in their life to create that gut flora then after that like you could replace with like other like you know probiotics um so i'm like crap what am i gonna do how am i literally. gonna get this <laughs> yeah like literally so um my neighbor she was my best friend uh slipped behind my like lived behind me and she had her husband's friend living with him them um and you know they grew up together or whatever and he was staying there till he got his own place well this guy his name was buster um he was very 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 introverted very quiet like didn't hardly talk to them like just really shy guy kept to himself in the basement but buster had a bunny which reminded me makes me think of um arthur did you ever watch that buster the bunny uh-uh okay never mind just kidding anyway so I like text Deborah and I'm like hey can you ask Buster if his bunny can spend the night <laughs> and she's oh like God. what <laughs> and I'm like listen so I call her I tell her the whole story and she's like um we can see how it goes um so then Buster let me borrow his bunny um and so I had to make the bunny an Elizabeth collar because how was I going to keep it from eating its probiotic? 
Oh my god! So first night comes, put the lipstick on. Do adult bunnies on. normally eat that? Yeah, every day. Every day. And see who would know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's every night. It's in the yeah. evening time, but yeah. Okay. Um. So and they like love it. Like they're like, it's in them to naturally like fight. Like they know they have to have that for survival or whatever. So they're very adamant about eating it. Um. So. This bunny manages to get the Elizabeth collar off. Like I go to sleep. I put the bunny in the bathtub. I have this like big bathtub that has like tall walls that are slanted. So he couldn't actually jump out. He was like, would fall down the wall. So I go to sleep next day. I'm like, crap, Elizabeth collars off and that his probiotics are not in the bathtub. So I'm like, okay, shoot round two. I was like, I need to borrow Buster's bunny one more day, please. (laughs) Could you ask him? And so, um, The second night I had to like stay up and like I was on watch. It was like three in the morning and I'm just like sitting on the edge of this bathtub like, come on, dude, get this thing out. And then like when it came out, uh, I like realized like, oh my gosh, he's trying to eat it. I was like fighting this bunny in the bathtub. (laughs) And I like took my like, you like really wanted that. And I was like, no, it's mine. And I like got it. And then you have to like go and like mash it all up in the milk for the other one. And like, everyone was like, you're way too committed. Like, there's no way. Like, I've just been like, well, you had a good life, buddy. You, I could but, see you like not even caring that you were touching baby poop. Yeah. I didn't even, like, I just grabbed it. And <laughs> you can wash your hand. Right. I mean, kind of, kind of like my theory in like all life. If you clean something gross, like, I don't know, you just wash your hands. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. So those are like my drastic biggest achievements or silliest (laughs) stories regarding pets (laughs) right all right so Um, yeah where where do you want to take it from here so I think that pets are an amazing gift from God I think they teach us a lot um I Adam's first job was to tend the animals and I think it's very important I also think um our society or like our world has really mankind has really failed that if you look at like the state of our environment and stuff and I just really am a firm believer in um this teaching our kids the respect that they should have for animals and then the love that they should have for animals. Um, there's a lot of scriptures um, that talk about um, uh, Proverbs 12, 10 says the righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the wicked are cruel. Um, and then Proverbs 14, 4 is the only clean stables are the empty ones. And this is paraphrased by me. I just um, shortened it a little. Enjoy the work in the harvest of an ox. There's going to be a mess. Like you're going to have, you know, it's a give and take with animals. We have to, you know, they can be super annoying. They can be stinky. They can be all the things, but they do bring a lot of joy and amazingness into our life. As even as far as like, we have a friend, Deli, who her son has one of Nikki Sherman Shepherds and is training to be, um, to sense uh Aiden's blood sugars when they're low he has type 1 diabetes so I think animals are amazing things um are amazing gift and they have so many talents like we wouldn't be where we're at in medicine or even the military like we they have to use dogs for so much like they save so many people's lives like animals are really really cool um okay so let's let's go there for a minute so animals provide us food they provide us Mm -hmm. milk Um, back in the day, and maybe even still for the Amish, they provide labor, and really across the world, for sure. They're the livelihoods of people. Just think of like milking goats Mm -hmm. in certain countries. 
like you said, the military, not only like sniffing bombs, but like post-military, um, the PTSD. Um, what else do they do? The drug? They sniff out drug, drugs? Yeah, cops. They protect our officers. There's some um, dogs being trained to sense cancer. And like you said, with the diabetes. So, I mean, there's probably so much we still don't even know of, of what is already out there or what is in the potential for animals. Yeah, seizures. I mean, the list goes on and on. And if you look at like just the Indians, you know, um, back a long time ago in the beginning of America, like you can tell so much with what's going on in our environment, just the way that the animals are acting. Um, There was the tsunami, um, I don't know, in Thailand, and I had saw um, a documentary on it. And some of the natives had climbed these trees, like really tall trees and poles when the tsunami hit and they were safe and they were up there. And then these um, journalists were like, why were you so high on this pole and tree? And he's like, I watched the animals. I knew the tsunami was coming before it actually came. Um, So like same with like tornadoes, earthquakes, all of that stuff. If we slow down, we could really tell, they tell us in advance of like things that are going on with our earth before we, you know, know that's going to happen. Well, and it's like even um, the rocks, even the animals like sing out to God. So who knows if Mm -hmm. there's something there that we don't even know about. Yeah, God breathed one breath and he told nature, plants and animals to do something one time and they're still obeying to this day like us as humans we think we're so superior than animals or like nature or trees but it's like we fail god or i shouldn't say fail but we're like disobedient and we struggle but like animals and the plants and the earth are the only thing just one time he spoke it to them and they still are abiding by that um and i think it shows the beauty of god like if you watch the animals the variety it shows like i mean there are so many different types of animals so many if you start like watching what they do and like how they behave in their habitats and like there's just like so many interesting facts it just shows this like honest of god to me um so i think it's really important to teach that to our kids. I also think that it teaches them a lot of responsibility when they have an animal that they actually have to like clean up the poop and like do the bad parts of it, but then also get the reward of this like little animal that loves them so much and like that bond. Um, I think that the, you know, it's humbling them. It's like teaching them so many things. I feel like, you know, you could write a whole book on kids taking care of animals and like what that brings to their life and like just the responsibility that it adds. Well, even young adults, when they marry, oftentimes get that furry baby first, right? It's like a tiptoe, yeah. a step in to what, yeah. you know, the reality is of caretaking and providing. Like animals cannot survive unless they're fed properly and taken care of properly too. So, okay. So Samantha, if somebody doesn't currently own a pet and maybe they want to start and start somewhere with a pet, what do you have any suggestions for them? I do. And this is usually people are not a fan of this. Um, But (laughs) I truly believe that your first time pet um, rats make the best first time rats. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. But here are some really fun facts about rats. Rats have an IQ of 105. Dogs are at 100. Um, Rats are only topped by the smartest animals. They're the third smartest animals, only topped by rats. chimpanzees and bottles nose dolphins wow. um so they're extremely intelligent um they are used for in the military too like 
with finding some mines are like bombs because they are so light. They're kind of the ideal animal. They're like a dog. They can sniff it out, um, but they're light. So they won't set it off as often. Um, wow. And then rats can be used for service animals too, but usually people don't want a pet rat for a service animal, but they have the capability of being trained like for the low blood sugars, for the seizures, all of that. Um, but here is the thing that I recommend is that if you're going to get an animal to one, start off with watching YouTube videos on it and showing your kids like all that entails. You can look up the care. Also, rats are trainable, so you can actually train them to do tricks. Um, you can look up rat tricks on YouTube. It's hilarious. You can train them to put like little mini basketballs and basketball hoop, like all kinds of crazy tricks. Um, so they're very smart and you can train them, but look up the care, show your kids like what it's going to take before um, they buy this animal. And then second, I always say, have the kid earn the money um, to buy everything they need for the animal or like in a way. Also, you can shop around at like, don't just go to the pet store and buy a cage and stuff. It's like so expensive. You can, I see them constantly at thrift stores, Google marketplace, um, that type of thing. Um, but here's the other thing about uh, rats is one, they are a small, cute animal. I know people get do not like their tails, um, but if you just get over that part, they love being held. So unlike a lot of common first pets like guinea pigs, I know. Now, this is I'm just saying this in general. I know you probably have a sister's cousin's friend that had a guinea pig and it was the best thing ever. And like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in general over personality um, for animals. Guinea pigs are pretty scary. Um, so you can actually have your kids wear the guinea pig to death. Um, so that is a the thing. They don't really like being held. Um, bunnies, they tend to kick. They have, they pee a lot. Their pee is really stinky. Um, guinea pigs live five to seven years and bunnies live eight to 12 years. So, um, and then hamsters, gerbils, those types of things, they don't really like being held. I literally, our pet rats, every time you'd walk by the cage, they'd literally stick their little arms out of the cage and like make squeaks like, hold me. Um, did you, how did you hold them throughout the day? I'm curious. How did I what? How did you hold them during the day when they were sleepy? Uh, so I would put them, <laughs> you just snuggle them. If you want them to be bonded to you, you can put them, like I often would put them in my bra or. <laughs> and go out like, in public. Yes, maybe. <laughs> um, but they really do love to snuggle and, you know, you can, as your kids watch movies, they can lay up in their hoodie or, um, a lot of times I would put mine in my hoodie, like in the back of the hood. They love that. Um, as long as your kids know how to, hold them properly and you show them in the beginning how to be safe with them and everything. Um, another common question I get is, do rats bite? I've literally had 31 rats, not by choice. Our rats unexpectedly had babies and we had a lot of them, um, but we've never been bit by a rat. No one in my family, like they don't really bite. They're very friendly. You do have to have two um, because they have to have a, they have to be in pairs, um, but they really are their, Cages easy to clean. You can litter box train them um, so you can get a little litter box for their cage and they'll go in there. And then like, they're just a really good starter pet. They're cheap. They're like $5.99 at the pet store um, and they don't live very long. So if you have a thing and it's like, your kid's not really taking care of it and stuff, it's not gonna live like, bunnies live eight to 12 years. Like that's a commitment. Two years is a lot better. And I do recommend, the last thing I'll say is if you're, 
kid wants a, a dog and you're not about getting a dog, I would make your kid take care of that rat until all by itself and show for its full life expectancy. And then like next step, like, okay, now you can handle a dog if you did a good job. Um, because I think a lot of people jump into a dog and now you have all these dogs in shelters. And not only that, but once a dog has been with a family and gets separated, it can cause anxiety and then they're acting out. So then they can't even get adopted. So I feel like it's really important if you're going to take on a pet to make sure that's for you and to like, you're not just messing with, you know, like, I don't know, they're just not, I just feel bad because a lot of people I think get dogs and then they're like, oh, not for me. And then the dogs are like, don't really get adopted. So. Well, dogs are a way bigger commitment. Like you said, I will say I heard about the rat thing maybe about five years ago. And every single person that I've talked to that has actually owned a rat has said the same exact thing you have. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just always a, I don't know, just a positive experience. And we've been very close to getting my daughter one. We just haven't pulled the trigger probably because of the other animals. Um, But, you know, like you said, um, the responsibility thing is such a cool thing for kids. Um, companionship. There's just something. What if you have a kid that's getting bullied at school? I mean, dogs can provide so much joy. Companionship. Mm-hmm. Companionship. Ugh, can't talk. Therapy dogs. I guess the therapy side of it. Yeah. Um, like you said, teaching responsibility. And we didn't even talk about protection. Okay, maybe a rat might not give you protection, but a dog yeah. would. Um, so I know oh, I feel sure. very protected on our property. That's mm-hmm. one like of the biggest pros that I feel. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to look up some stats. Um, 50. Yeah, and I will say while you're looking that up, yeah. that I forgot to say rats are actually very clean. Um, I know a lot of people think of sewer rats when they think of pet rats, and actually, fan- um, pet store rats or like the type you have as pets are actually fancy rats, and they're very more domesticated. So a sewer rat's more like the wolf compared to the dog. So fancy rats are a lot more domesticated. They're very clean animals. Um, as long as their cage is being taken care of properly, they don't smell. Um, so I know that's like a misconception. Yeah. Did, did you touch on Nolan's experience with the rats? I know you said he really did a great job taking care of the rats and really taking on full responsibility. Yeah, he did. He really did take to them. And then this little rat, like his last one, we'll put some pictures in the, um, video of Milo. He was like the sweetest little snuggler rat. And I'd like go in his room and he's like playing Fortnite and Milo's Milo's on his shoulder or, um, he would just like take him around. We actually, one time, um, we get to the Creek one summer. I love going to the Creek and, um, we get out of the car and my son goes, mom, I have something to tell you. I brought Milo to the Creek. And I was like, what? I was like, did you bring his cage? And he's like, no. And I like had all this stuff, all these kids. I was like, well, we came with one rat. We're going to leave with zero rats. Um, And actually it was the cutest thing. This rat, we walked through the Creek. It swam along with us. They're great swimmers all the way through the Creek. We went and found our spot, laid out the towel, put all our stuff down. And we were out in the Creek swimming. This rat would actually swim out to us and then go back. And I swear on everything. He did not leave our towel and he'd be sitting out there, like cleaning himself. And like, he just kept coming back to us in there. And I was like, I could not believe I really thought like, poor little Milo, you're going to be gone in the woods. But he really was like a little dog. He stayed right with us the whole time. So even in the house, do they try to run off and get into things? Or if you're there with them, do are they trying to snuggle or is it both? 
Um, so they are very, it's just like dogs. You're going to get all different types of personalities. Um, I had two girls. It was before I had a cat. And so I could open their cage and I would like let them free roam. Not all day, but like when I was home working or whatever. Um, they never once pooped in the house. Like it was wow. crazy. They always came to their cage to go potty. And then they would like run around the house. But anytime I'd like call for them by name or like this, they would come like run into me. Wow. Um, and then they would like be on my lap so very much like a dog behavior mm -hmm. now the boys that we had were a little bit more mischievous and they tended to like get into more stuff so like you know personality plays a huge part usually you get one rat that's really social in the pair and then one rat that tends to be shy I don't know why like I feel like that's like the combo that you but usually evolves when you have mm -hmm. two that are raised together. Um, so, yeah, they, they all have different personalities. Do you recommend one sex over the other? So um, my boys were harder to potty train. They're, like, smart. But, they like, boys are going to be more lazy, but they're going to be, like, more snuggly and cuddly. Um, girls are very uh, – the smarter ones, easier to train for tricks. and But they're going to be more active. They will still cuddle, but, like – they're going to be a little bit more busy than like just sitting like when I'd be at the desk working, the boys would like kind of chill, lay on me. Girls might be like on my desk running around. So it's kind of like, what yeah. do you want them for? If your kid's really excited to train a rat um, and I liked the girls because they were easier to potty train and they tend to be like more cleaner than I like the girls for that reason. So it's just kind of like what you want. Yeah. Gotcha. And then one final question regarding the rats. What are the costs of maintaining them? I mean, you can really, I, it's like cheap. I, I would get, you can get the cage set up at like the thrift store, I'd say for probably 20 bucks or under. Um, and then, cause I see it all the time. It's like a common one. And then, you know, you can get a rat for $5.99. The pet store ones tend to be a little sneezy. There's nothing wrong with them. They just sneeze I don't know why um, but if you want to go fancy you can get from a breeder and they're about 20 bucks for like a full bread whatever Dumbo rat or whatever they're gonna not sneeze as much um, and then other than that I would get food like a huge thing of food maybe like every three or four months and it was like 16 bucks for the two of them so yeah, they're very, very low reasonable. cost yeah yeah I love it and then they do like to eat like you can give them any table scraps. They love table scraps. Um, and then, like, if you want to have, like, a really fun day, you can, like, get a little bowl and put some worms in it and watch them fish them out. And they go absolutely crazy. And it's really <laughs> hilarious. But, like, that's something when the kids were little, they like to do, like, they loved watching them, like, play in the pool. And you can give them baths, too. So we'd give ours baths and um, so they were clean and stuff. So Nice. Well, Ladies out there listening, if you have listened to the podcast and it has caused you to go out and get a rat, we want to hear about it. We want to hear your experience. Yes. Yes, message me because I'll give you more info on yeah. like type of cage and all of that. Yeah. Okay. So I want to finish this and I know you're going to ask what's for dinner real quick. Um, this was an interesting, uh, just funny thing I found online. So a large scale study of 12,000 respondents has shown horse owners are the happiest compared to other pet owners. That seems like a lot of work to me. But I guess if you know those yeah. ho horse people, you know them. They're they're all into those yeah. horses. Well, and horses do give you so like they are like magical. Like they're such mm -hmm. an amazing animal, but it's a that's a huge commitment. Right. Way bigger than a dog. Yeah. Or a rat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pet owners are significantly happier than those who are petless. 
happier people are more likely to want pets in the future, which is funny. Dog owners yeah. are significantly happier than cat owners. Huh. Totally makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. You probably find your on ears. that. No, I have a good cat too. Um, dog owners. Yeah, I already said that one. Guinea pig owners are almost as unhappy as non-pet owners. So whatever you said about the guinea pigs holds true. I told 12,000 people strong. <laughs> um, this is interesting. The last one. People that got their pet during the pandemic are happier than those who already had theirs prior to the pandemic. So and I guess the oh. isolation, you know. Oh, yeah. So anyways, mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Well, go yeah. out. Get yourself a rat. Um, yeah. let us know about it and just don't ever get four German shepherds with two puppies at the same time. That is my warning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, and, yeah. And what are you having for dinner? Yeah. Uh, no clue. We don't have many groceries. Um, we have maybe enough to make a, I boiled a chicken yesterday and we made a meal out of that and then we had leftovers for like a mini soup. So maybe we might have some of that tonight, but I've been really bad mm-hmm. about, the meal planning, grocery shopping thing. So yeah. what are you having? Um, I'm actually going out. I'm going to probably just grab something and do quick dinner because going to women's ministry tonight. So right. I got time to prep anything. Yeah. So anyway, well, all right. Hope everyone enjoyed this podcast. Um, we have two ladies coming um, to our studio tomorrow that are sharing um, very cool stories that we're very excited about. And we think will really touch the hearts of some women out there. So As always, thanks for listening. See you you next next time, time, mamas. mamas. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another Align Mama podcast. We hope you found value in today's topic. For more mama resources, go to alignedmamas.com, follow us on social, and join our Aligned Mamas community Facebook group to connect with other moms just like you. We'd like to hear from you. Have a podcast topic? Want to get in touch with us? Want to share your story as a guest? Email us at alignedmamas at gmail.com. See you next time. I can see my feelings now. I can see through my mind. And the secrets to shut my eyes.